0: Good morning. Welcome back to the show. Sana and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. We are joined by DJ Rock Lobster. Hi, hey, Rocco. Rachel's with Hi. us too, helping out, running Hi. the board. Hey, Rachel. Hey. Let's, <laughs> let's get to some music news, okay? I'm interested to see what you guys think of
1: this. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeehaw! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this is the beat. Beat, 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 beat.
0: Well, say goodbye to Neil Young on Spotify. See you, Neil. Bye, Neil.
2: Bye. Hey, hey, hey. Bye. Spotify
0: has uh, sided, sided with Joe Rogan. Over an ultimatum that Neil Young had uh, put to Spotify, basically saying, get rid of him or or I'm gone. So, um, obviously, Spotify, who paid more than $100 million to be the exclusive home of the Joe Rogan podcast, went with Joe Rogan. Sure. And they said, we regret Neil's decision to remove his music from Spotify. Uh, Hope to welcome him back soon it's just an interesting story because here's here's why neil young was saying either get rid of him or i'm leaving he's doing it because spotify according to neil young is spreading fake information about vaccines potentially causing death to those who believe the disinformation being spread by them and he says i did this because I had no choice in my heart it's who I am I'm not censoring anyone I'm speaking my own truth and you know he'd be losing 60 percent of his streaming income by by doing what he did but he said it's worth it for his integrity and his beliefs because misinformation is over the line
1: you know, this isn't the first time... I remember there was a period where Neil Young's music wasn't on Spotify and then it did come back. Hmm. Uh, you know, he's in a position to do this. He's okay, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, sure. And, but other other artists probably don't have that leverage. Right, sure. yeah. Where,
2: where it makes it easier to say, you know, hey, I'll walk away from 60%. You're not the busker on the street corner who's just got his music on Spotify. Yes. Also, you know... He says I'm not censoring anyone. I didn't I, look. I like Neil Young. I love his music. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. Um, I if you if he wants to do this, he can do this. I mean, obviously, he did it. Well, and he I think he took his music off.
0: And he's encouraging other artists to do that. He said, "I can't expect that to happen, but I, it, it would be cool if they did."
2: You know, but here's the thing. Here's where I think it gets a little, doesn't feel good for me, what what Neil Young is doing. It's not like he came out and said, it's not like the situation was. Spotify is running commercials during Neil Young's music that say, vaccines don't work. The government is out to get you. None of COVID's not real. It's not like this. What he's trying to do is he obviously doesn't like Joe Rogan's thoughts on covid and on vaccinations etc but it's from what I understand I don't listen to Joe Rogan's podcast I listen to one with David Blaine it was two hours all about magic and it was great (laughs) David Blaine love him but I think Joe Rogan has different people on and he discusses things in a really long form so it allows you to go on winding roads and back onto the main highway. And he has, I think, medical people with some sort of a medical background. I'm guessing doctors, et cetera. And they have conversations. And so the idea of like, you're having a conversation that runs contrary to what I've read or what I believe. And so now I don't want that conversation to happen anymore. It's, I just think that's a little bit of a not great precedent. And I understand it's difficult to, Figure out what is fake news, what is blatant misinformation, and apparently, Spotify says they've rem- removed some twenty thousand mm-hmm. yeah. uh, podcast already
0: e- episodes. Yeah,
2: episodes that that speak about that what what they have, what they deem to be misinformation. Yeah, but I think Neil Young doesn't like that Joe Rogan has a really big platform, and his conversations then have the potential to influence. People, I just think it's a little bit of a weird precedent over...
0: But, I mean, you know, he's got the choice. Like, if I went to Hubbard and said, it's either Patterson or me.
2: Which you've done one time. (laughs) I said something wrong, but go ahead.
0: You know, because I don't want to be associated with the same kind of umbrella of, you know, broadcasts.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Even
0: though we are on the same show.
2: Which would but be yeah, you've got the right to do it. He's got the right to do it.
0: And, and he did say, it's just something I had to do in my heart. Because people are dying from yeah. this, you know. And people are dying if they're when they're listening to this, what he sees as misinformation.
2: Sure, but I don't know that Joe Rogan is out there. And I, I mean that first part when I say I don't know. I don't know if he's out there saying COVID's not killing people. You but know? I think
0: I think what he's doing is he's taking an a stance or an angle, and then he's lining up guests that align with his thoughts. So, for example, he had a doctor on and an, uh, an anti vaxxer epidemiologist who I guess was recently booted from Twitter for alleged uh, dissemination of vaccine misinformation. So he gets kicked off Twitter, but he, he's having those types of people on. People that support his, you know, his stance.
2: Sure. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's, I it's think, tricky. I think I, I just am, have grown um, weary of the, I don't know, like the the demonizing of the other side in the whole COVID debate. Sure. It's counterproductive. Guess what guys, if you're vaccinated, there are people in your life who aren't vaccinated right. and they have their thoughts about it and it doesn't make them an awful person. Right. And uh and for you folks who are unvaccinated, the same is true on the other side. And it's just it goes down to so many of our things become so Just like this or that, black and white, and I now, the other side is my enemy. And there are smart people on both sides who think things that seem smarter than what I think on both sides. And by the way, pick a topic, almost any topic, not just COVID or the Joe Rogan vaccine, uh, Joe Rogan podcast. It just feels like, I don't know, there's just always this lazy demonizing of people who disagree with you on any topic and it's just a really like reductionist way of having a conversation which is super unproductive and it just turns us all against each other and I'm, I'm weary of it all.
0: You're my best friend. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well,
2: Thanks man. All right. By yeah. the way um, thank you for asking another person in my circle last night we had six days without the stomach flu attacking anyone else in the house. Until right. last night. <gasps> no. When Lila said, Deb threw up. Again? Dev Deb threw up. So no, Dev, this is Deb's first throw up. Lila threw up last week. So now the stomach bug clearly did not exit our house. We've got the Grim Reaper just knocking on doors. It's really exciting. Was
0: it Grayson who was like, Dad, I threw up?
2: That was Lila.
0: That was Lila. Mm-hmm. I can't Indeed. keep track. There's so many of them.
2: Yeah, it's exciting. It's a fun time to be alive. Sorry, Steve.
0: Well, don't come back to work until that's all taken care of.
2: Oh, and I have two kids who just tested positive for COVID yesterday. So things are great here. I'm like in an infirmary.
0: Oh, no. So you got the stomach flu and COVID?
2: Yeah. Some people say, hey, there's a thing called dirty COVID where I guess it shows up like a stomach bug. I don't know.
0: So do they have derby? dervy, Do they have derby too?
2: Derby, scurvy? Are you saying my children look like they have scurvy? Uh, oh, it's no. a whole thing.
0: Okay, well, yeah. good luck to you.
2: I'm negative. Great. So there's that. All right. Good. Good. Take 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 care now. Yeah.
0: Okay. I'll see you I'm in May, take uh, off.
2: All right. Yeah. Hey, uh, when we come back, oh, this is interesting. How much do NFL cheerleaders make? Hmm. I don't have a clue, but I bet you it's not as much as you think. Donna's got the answer. When we come back, it's Donna and Steve on My Talk.
0: Hey, everyone knows The Y is a terrific place to run, swim, stretch, and work on your fitness goals.
2: Well, of course, but did you know that they also offer other benefits that improve your whole person well-being? That's right. The Y offers health coaching, acupuncture, mindfulness, and yoga.
0: Yeah, so you can better your body and your mind. Oh, my gosh. Join The Y by January 31st and get $0 enrollment.
2: Go to ymcanorth.org. You're
0: listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1, everything entertainment. DJ Rock Lobster's with
1: us as well. Clomp, clomp. Clomp. DJ Rock Dumpster in the bottom of a well. <laughs> DJ Rock
2: Dumpster is it, the best. By the way, I have a norovirus update for everybody.
0: Okay, thank you, Steve. Uh,
2: we have the stomach bug in our house right now. It's great, among other viruses. Uh, the norovirus uh, can live on surfaces for weeks. This is from Angela. And I actually realized this. I went out and uh, we got the... If you get Lysol spray done, I don't know if everybody knows this. If you get Lysol spray Mm -hmm. or any sort of disinfectant spray, Mm -hmm. you have to look on the back to make sure that the virus that you're dealing with Mm -hmm. is covered. And norovirus is not covered on all of them. So we had to make sure we got specific sprays. We even got these like hospital grade clinical wipes and spray. And so for wiping down surfaces and it kills norovirus in uh, five minutes, if you have a wipe 10 minutes, if you have a spray, whereas like the common flu, it it would kill in 30 seconds. It is a powerful, a powerful germ, the norovirus.
0: Well, and I think people forget that, you know, because COVID is spread, you know, through aerosols from, you know, your mouth, Mm -hmm. your nose, um, I don't think Lysol spray was on anybody's radar the way it should have been because you see people with all these wipes, but I wanted the air to be sprayed. So we're completely out here at the station now. Yeah. I brought a can and it's gone.
2: Oh, by the way, the dog threw up in the front yard today, too. Oh, boy. So the dog's got it, too. And let me just, and by the way, and I already looked that up dogs can have norovirus and they can pass it on. Because I thought, oh, look at this monster just licking all of us. What's he doing? Is he part of the problem? And I just have to say, when a dog gets stomach sick in your front yard and your yard is snow-covered, pure white, Mm -hmm. it is apparent.
0: (laughs) Okay. Good to know.
2: Thank you for your support.
0: You know, remember God how I used
1: to. One. <laughs> <laughs> Everything vomitous. You
0: know, I used to. Uh, this is the first year I really haven't done it because it's been so cold. I always pick up my dog's, you know, stuff right it's after. On. Or yeah. I make a map of where he went. Like I always watch him. Haven't been doing that this season. So mm. it's going to be fun. Come See, back. my
2: dog has a pretty common spot.
0: Oh, that's where good. he just
2: goes out. It's it's somewhere right there in the front yard, but then it freezes. Yep. Jesus, that horrifying. Well, it's easier to pick up. Yeah. You got to get a shovel though. I've had to shovel it out. Oh, okay. I'm going to take a picture.
0: Nope. That's no, fine. And
2: I'm going to send it to you.
0: No, I don't want it.
2: No, it's not of that. Oh. It's of the bug of the norovirus. Oh, situation. Okay.
0: That's fine. You can send me that. Yeah. My phone's not even on. Good luck. Okay, so um, first of all, Super Bowl Sunday is coming what in a couple of weeks?
2: Yeah, about two and a half weeks.
0: And every year this subject comes up, mm-hmm. and yep. it just doesn't look like the NFL is down to ever do it.
2: They never will.
0: Let's move it to Saturday, Super Bowl Saturday. That sounds better. Super Bowl Saturday.
2: But they won't because Sunday is a huge viewership night. People gather around their TVs on Sunday nights. If you have a show that's on Saturday night, that is a good sign that you are not their prized
3: possession on the network. Saturday night's not a good TV viewing night, even though the NFL football games last week Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready to eat meals. You know, I love good food, and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh, never frozen meals that are chef crafted, dietitian approved, and get this all ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor, as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and if you're watching the Carbs Like Me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to Factormeals.com slash DS50 and use code DS50 to get 50% off. That's code DS50 at Factormeals.com slash DS50 to get 50% off.
0: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Week had great ratings on Saturday night. Still, it was about 20 million more on Sunday night.
0: That's so weird to me because you don't have to go to work on Sunday. I know. why. So anyway, there is a kid in Florida named Frank Ruggieri who started a change.org petition hoping to get the NFL to move the Super Bowl <laughs> back a day so that you got a day to recover or you don't have to worry about school. Um, they've got more than 100,000 signatures. I don't know how many you need to grab someone's attention.
2: But... I think it is 100K. To get oh. to, is it? Is that what gets it to the desk of the president? I don't know. I don't know how government works. <laughs> I don't need to
1: just move Presidents Day to Super Bowl Monday? Ooh, right I like around that the same time, right?
2: Yeah, kind of sorta. Yeah. That is that would be a great idea. Uh the oh, the, it, it, this uh it's like the most called-in sick day of the year, is the Monday after the Super Bowl.
1: mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
2: And this Monday after the Super Bowl is going to be for all the lovers out there
0: Valentine's. You got to go. Whoa! I had no idea.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: well, that's going on. We'll see how that kid does with that.
2: I'm going to do a blended holiday, too. I'm going to knock on the door. Lou opens it. There I am in my football helmet. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a whistle. Like a referee kind of whistle. <laughs> it's fine. All right, let's keep Okay,
0: going. so anyway, speaking of the NFL, so I came across this story about, you know, it seems really glamorous to be an NFL cheerleader. But according to the uh, to official league figures, most of the teams that employ cheer squads, I guess a few cold weather teams don't. I didn't know that.
2: I know the Steelers don't, yeah.
0: I didn't know that. Yeah, thanks. They pay the women by the game. So it's generally like $500 or $1000 per week, which really isn't a lot a lot most of these women I believe still, you know, have full-time jobs. Oh,
2: for sure, yeah.
0: And then you have to factor in practice, travel, you know, other non-game activities. Yeah. But of the teams that are still in the mix, the Bengals um, squad earns 500 per game. San Francisco San Francisco Gold Rush who's that
2: the
1: 49ers
0: come on Doc. why does it say the San Francisco Gold Rush
2: well i think
1: cuz go ahead
2: the 49ers wouldn't that refer that would refer to the gold rush right
1: i right they all headed to the california in the in 49 Okay, but I, I mean, but
0: I've never seen it written like, "Hey, gold let's root rush. for the San Francisco Gold Rush."
1: That
2: is, that is, I don't know. 1849 was the year. The 49ers, the Gold Rush of 1849.
0: Kansas City Chiefs and L.A. <laughs> Rams squads—they all take home a thousand dollars, so they're making less than like ten grand for the most part per year. But some can make up to seventy-five thousand per season, and some get bonuses.
2: Sure. And I bet, yeah, each appearance that you go to and every time you're willing to be at a meet and greet and things like that, yeah. you, you get extra. But yeah, it's a real side hustle. I think it's more of a, you know, you do it for Passion. the experience.
0: Yeah. And I think you probably enjoy dance. Yeah. So good for them. That's.
2: Did the- you cheer or uh, play any sports in high school?
0: I played sports. Which? I gave up. Field hockey? No, no. What'd you play? I played softball for a little bit and I played volleyball. And I played basketball, but then I quit all of it and got a job instead.
2: Lou played volleyball. You guys should get together and bump sometime.
0: It's been a long time, Steve.
2: 651-641-1071. That's the number to call if you want to play a game with us. not volleyball. It's called the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Rocco has a topic that he will reveal after the break, and you can play along. So call us now. 651-641-1071. College of Pop Culture Knowledge.
0: good morning welcome back to the show donna and steve on my talk 1071 everything entertainment let's play a little game It's time to go to college. College, college it's time
1: to attend the college of pop culture knowledge it's like quiz ball three trivia questions to find out who's smarter Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, DJ Rock Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. I do want to see how smart you are. I also want to wish Patton Oswalt, who listens to the show all the time, I imagine, (laughs) a happy 53rd birthday. Happy birthday! In his honor, I'm going to quiz you on Hmm. some Patton Oswalt trivia. Don't pick me! (laughs) <laughs> okay. Well, who who do we have on the line that could possibly win a voodoo rental code to see Sing Two? Kelly. Kelly. Voodoo.
0: Kelly. Hello. Hi, Hi. Kelly. Hi. Hi. How
2: are you? What are you? What are you up to after this game?
0: I'm. Well, I'm driving right now. I'm heading home. I had the day off, so I was just getting some errands done.
3: Hmm. A little okay.
2: coy, but we'll let it slide. Yeah. I, I kind of want to... De- like, what's one errand that you just ran? Where'd you go to Cub?
0: Um, well, I went to Target. I had to get all my Valentine's stuff. Oh. I mean, you know, for the kids, Valentine's sure. party and stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: cute. That's
2: fun. Yeah.
0: Well, did you hear the subject, Kelly, the topic? Um, is it Patton Oswalt? Yes. Um. Yeah, I think I'll go with Steve
2: on this one. Good call. It's Bye. my girl. It's my girl. All right. Uh, here's okay. what we're gonna do. We're gonna uh, we'll turn you down. I'm gonna answer as best I can. Listen along, and then I will come to you at the end for some help when it's needed. Okay. Sounds great.
1: Okay, here we go, Steve. We'll start with this one. Can you name the 2018 NBC and Peacock show? It lasted for four seasons, starred Glenn Howerton, and featured Patton Oswalt playing high school principal Ralph Durbin. Oh, my.
2: I'm going to say Parks and Rec.
1: Okay. Can you spell Ratatouille?
2: R-A-T-A-T-O-U-I-L-L-E.
1: And on what 2013 TV show did he give his famous... Star Wars filibuster.
2: All right, now that was Parks and Rec. So that first one we're going to have a problem with, um, where he played a high school principal. You said an NBC show?
1: Yep, NBC turned mm. Peacock.
2: Okay. Uh, was that Community, maybe? Say the whole, let's uh, let's bring in my, sure. li- is it Kelly? Kelly Belly, right? Yes. Kelly. All right, Kelly, let's listen to this first question together again from DJ Rock Lobster
1: okay okay the show started in 2018 it was on nbc It got canceled it got picked up by peacock it lasted for four seasons it starred glenn howerton and pat Oswalt played a high school principal named ralph durbin
2: i have no idea what that is kelly
1: do you well could it
0: be uh ap bio
2: let's go with it ap uh, bio that's
0: my
2: guess i think that sounds like a great guess uh, with that, why don't we bring in Donna. Donna's coming back in. She's about to get her headphones put on. Here she is. Uh, welcome back, Donna. Hi,
0: thanks. How'd you do?
2: I think maybe three for three. No, shoot. Possibly.
1: All right, all right. That's all right Donna. All right, Donna. All right, Rocco. You pay attention to pop culture and television and movies. You're probably going to get these. Come on.
0: Okay.
1: All right, we're going to start with this one. Can you name the 2018 NBC and Peacock show that lasted for four seasons, starred Glenn Howerton, and featured Patton playing high school principal Ralph Durbin? Nope. Durbin. Can you spell Ratatouille? Uh, I'll come back to it. And on what 2013 TV show did he give his famous Star Wars filibuster? Oh, shoot. That's just what year? Kelly wins the voodoo pass to hey, season I didn't 2 know, I'm still
3: going to spell Ratatouille. <laughs> right, wait, of, don't, wait. Don't wait. King
2: ta-na. of Queens.
0: Uh, king of Queens and number don't, two. Don't
2: use your pen. Don't use your pen. Look at me. No, I can't. You're, no. No, you're going to lose it anyway. Rat- you're going to lose your game. Ratatouille. It would have been more fun as a spelling bee. You look up at us. Just try it. Say it out loud
1: for everybody.
0: R A T. Rat. A T L L E.
1: You you missed an O before the U, mm. and you uh, missed everything else. And Steve and Kelly got everything right. Mm-hmm. Kelly wins the voodoo pass. Are you Way sure to go. sing too? Okay. Donna
2: didn't even get one right. Rocco, are you sure?
1: <laughs> no, she said King of Queens. And yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It was the first it, one was A P Bio. And the last that? one was Parks and Rec. It's a 2018 show that ran on NBC and Peacock. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Bio?
0: AP
2: Bio. Yeah, you I never, never saw it, never heard, heard of it. it. Kelly
0: I came in and a and season or two me. of it. It's funny. I thought you were going to ask like about his wife and the I book about it. and what was the book about and then
2: So you thought it was only going to be a question about <laughs>
0: No, then I thought Pat King Hustle's of Queens part. would be, somehow be connected in there Well, Donna. I don't know. I don't even know if he was on King of Queens. I think he was. He was. He was a friend of. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Okay.
2: But
1: or was it? Yeah, King of Queens, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Way to go, Kelly!
2: Kelly, Kelly, talk smack to Donna.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You got to watch AP Bio, Donna. It's really good and funny. I like Patton. I've I've seen him in concert.
3: Yeah, you will.
0: He's great. All right. Well, congratulations. I'm truly happy for you. I'm just mad for thank me. You. Oh. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your day. Finish running your errands. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you love for you listening. Guys. We love
3: you. Uh,
2: we love you, too, Kelly. Thank you so much for listening. My Patton Oswalt name drop is, remember recently I told you the story of uh, me approaching Martin Scorsese in a room to talk to him about his fear of flying? I don't know. If no. You're, okay. No,
0: I remember your did brother. Did you touch his hair?
2: I didn't touch his hair. I only did that with Michael Jackson, but it was backstage at the Visual Effects Society Awards and it was on reels where I used to work and uh, so Martin Scorsese says he's just hanging out backstage in this room with us and he's talking about flying and mentioning he doesn't like flying and then I went over and told him, "Marty, listen. I took a course online, OvercomeYourFearOfFlying.net is what it was at the time, and uh, I you know he didn't ask me to talk to him about his fear of flying and what my solution for myself was, but I did it anyway. But at that same get together, uh, uh, Patton Oswalt was hosting that award show, and he was so stinking funny. It was and you know where it was, Donna. It was at the uh, at the Beverly Hilton. Hilton where the Golden Globes are. Same venue, same room. What a small room that is, by the way.
0: Thank you for sharing that story.
2: That was my Patton Oswald story that had to do with Hollywood, Donna. Listen.
0: What, what did Patton
2: Oswald have to do you with You weren't that even listening. You, he you... was hosting. He hosted, oh, he hosted it. the show. It. And when I saw him there, I thought he should host the Oscars. He would be great at the Oscars. He would kill. He's so funny. He's likable, so he wouldn't be polarizing. He would be a safe choice, though not mainstream, a safe comedic choice for the Oscars. They well, won't do it.
3: Okay. Time for a tip. <laughs> Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody
1: on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody
0: on the show getting
2: I wish I could tell you how to change your own headlights on your car if you're driving around in a pediddle. I went to an auto parts (laughs) store yesterday and I purchased lights and then it said you should buy two because if one is burnt out, the other one is likely not far behind. So I bought a two pack and then this very, very helpful woman showed me uh, which part of the light that I'd put it in. I had watched a YouTube video. I felt pretty good. And then she showed me firsthand, and as I drove out of the parking lot, I looked, and I saw a Valvoline, like an instant oil change, and I thought, what if I just took these lights over to them and avoided that problem at all? Mm-hmm. So that was where I had gotten my oil change last. So then I did it there. It was right across the street. I wish I could say I replaced my own light bulb. I didn't, guys. I didn't. But I think I might have a tip for us anyway, car-related. Okay. I got, at the auto parts store, a an air freshener that what you do is it's like nine dollars and you open it and turn on the vents full speed and you want it to be the kind of ventilation that is recycling the cabin air Mm -hmm. turn it on full speed and then you open almost imagine a can of shaving cream and then you open it and it just goes and we'll do that For quite some time, apparently. And for the next 15 minutes, you leave your car on with that canister inside of it. You are out of the car now. And this is slow spraying into your car, going into your vents, and then coming back out. It is supposed to kill the odor,
0: whatever odor-causing
2: things there are, just of your car. You okay. know, you don't know how your car smells. It always takes someone... Like you get in anybody else's car. Or house. It has a scent. Yeah. Exactly. And you think yours does, and it does. Especially if you have a dog, and you carry that dog around in the back seat. It's relie- leaving its fur. It's just little dog scents. So it goes in, kills all of the odor-causing bacteria, and then apparently will leave your car smelling good for a month. So um, at some point this afternoon... I'm gonna try this and it's either gonna go gangbusters and I'll never use another air freshener because this is the way to do it, or it's gonna be absolutely terrible. But I like the idea of almost releasing like a bomb. It's like pulling the pin on a grenade and then you just let it spray. Oh, and then you have to leave it, (laughs) you have to leave your doors open for 15 minutes afterward. To air it out, I think what because is it's this stuff. I I I can't think of the name of it right now.
0: Oh, great tip!
2: Yeah, great tip. But it's a it's a it's a this is a tip in progress because okay. tomorrow, if this works, I'm gonna come in and tell you guys all about it, and I'll have an endorsement all set up with <laughs> whoever it is, Schmorgenborg's air freshener. But you pull the pin <laughs> for 15 minutes, vent on high, and then you open every door of your car and let it air out for 15 minutes. I believe because it's so concentrated okay it's the end of my story thank you steve whatever guys (laughs) you guys suck
1: i agree about headlights though i mean i brought in my car to get to my uh auto place to get the headlight fixed they're like yeah it'll take five minutes no it took like 45 minutes they had to take nine things out stick the light in and put them all back there was no way i was gonna do that
2: yeah yeah Yeah, and everything always looks... In fact, I told Lou the day before, I said, you know what? I think I'm going to change out my own headlight. I watched a YouTube video, and uh, I think I can do it. And then she just said, this is how every project starts. (laughs) It always starts with a mixture of curiosity and sudden, cheaply gotten confidence. And then there I would be last night saying, crap, now the whole light doesn't work. And I think I severed that wire somehow. It involved rubbing oil on something and then putting gloves on. It was a whole thing. It's a whole thing. (sighs) Sorry, Steve. I'm fine.
0: This is kind of cool. When we come back, one of the stars of This Is Us is bringing a new drama series to NBC that has to do with Minnesota. I will tell you who it is. And what it's about when we come right back on My Talk 107.1. Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1, everything entertainment. DJ Rocco still with us.
1: I am here reporting from the bottom of a dumpster. Thank you. What room of your house are you
2: coming to us from, Rocco, where you have that <laughs> the picture of Bruce Lee you have a and camera. Elvis Bruce
1: Springsteen? This is uh, my downstairs where I watch the television and uh, <laughs> have my home studio. Yeah. And uh, also do some sleeping when I'm trying to separate myself from others with COVID in my house. Wow. Which now Steve is going through, right?
2: Yeah, we got two That's two okay. kids with COVID. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, one kid with a stomach bug and a dog with, I think, <laughs> a stomach bug. Good <gasps> luck. Thank you so much. It's yeah, a real fun time.
0: Not good, not good. Uh, speaking of fun times, though, uh, are you still watching This Is Us?
2: Yes, I'm not up on this week's episode, which came out on Tuesday.
0: Okay.
2: But I'm watching the final season. I'm committed to it.
0: Okay, good for you. I'm very proud of you. Thanks. Milo Ventimiglia and his production company are prepping a new NBC sports drama series called Hometown Saints that is, he's not going to star in it, but... He, you know, he's going to be the executive producer and it's going to be about a retired hockey player struggling to find a new role after his career ends. Mm -hmm. And then he winds up in his hometown in Minnesota where he reluctantly coaches a girls high school team.
2: Hmm. I like the thought of that. Me too. Yeah,
0: I love it. I don't have any other information right now other than he's just behind it. Uh, his production company is called Divide Pictures and they're in the process of getting this on the air.
2: I think that's fun. I wish I wish that Milo was going to be in it. I wish he was the disgruntled sort of former hockey star who's now
0: I do too. Well, you know who needs a job Estevez.
2: Josh Dumel replaced him.
0: I know I like that replacement
2: a lot. <laughs> well what visually you mean?
0: No just in enjoy- I like Josh. I, I think he's uh, I, I like the stuff I've seen him in.
2: He's I think good. he's fun. He doesn't. I I have trouble. The Amelia West of us character was, you know, disgruntled, turned away from hockey, old, curmudgeonly guy owning a rink. I wonder what they will do with Josh Dumel. I hope uh, he's
0: cranky too. <sighs> I I have a Coach, fondness for the crank.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Coach Gavin Cole is what his name will be taking mm, over like for it. coach gordon bombay such a bummer that bombay's not coming back i loved watching emilio estevez right. in it.
0: isn't he coming back is this some kind of stance on something i
2: think it was sort of rooted in that and regulations and covid stuff and i
0: he I claimed it to... wasn't i feel like emilio was like no it has nothing to do with that
2: I know. Is COVID now just like the cheap excuse, your way to get out of a conversation or an event that you're tied to, like Adele, you know, where you can just say, "Uh, it's COVID, it's COVID." Listen, there are a couple of things this weekend that um, the family was all going to be heading out to, and I'm like, "Oh well."
0: I'm going to tell you what we out. know. Yeah. Good luck. Um, okay, so why did he decide to leave? Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. He said he was going to be done with the show after the current season. So he's saying that he always planned on leaving. But some have speculated that he made the decision because of an alleged reluctancy to take the vaccine. But he said it was nothing more than a good, good old fashioned contract dispute. So huh. and creative I mean, differences. It seems like,
1: The plot point was leading towards him and the mom becoming a a an item. Well,
2: listen, don't you think she'll think upgrade with Josh Dumel coming in as coach? (laughs) Wow. Well, I mean, listen, don't you think Donna? If Donna don't wow me, Josh Dumel and Emilio Estevez both come knocking at your door. (laughs) Which door do you open? The Dumel door or the Estevez door?
1: I don't know. Oh, really?
2: You don't know? Six four, <laughs> chiseled, unbelievably handsome face, killer hair,
0: and very nice too.
2: Or Emilio, I've met him.
0: Um, yeah, I yeah, okay.
2: I just think it's going to be an easy transition. I don't for know her to how would you feel if someone him. said
0: that about women? You know, like, you know,
2: people say it about women all the time. Our, pop culture does. Every magazine does. I'm just you saying. think they'd be
0: like, "Oh, here comes an upgrade to the show." <laughs>
2: I'm saying for Lauren Graham's character, for there to be this love interest, I could see them comedically playing into the fact that here comes this bona fide heartthrob that is Josh Dumel. They'll probably have him shirtless on ice. Oh, sorry. I was just uh, buffing the ice. <laughs> just ripped. He's one of, I think, the most, maybe I'm speaking of my own attraction to Josh Dumel because you are. I think he is one of the best looking dudes in Hollywood.
0: Yeah, he's very handsome. And he's aging very well.
2: Don't bring up his
0: age! (laughs) would you say that about a woman? Uh, Yeah, I would say she's aging very gracefully. And beautifully. Thank you. you. What? I want to tell you about Nicolas Cage. Hurry up.
2: Oh, I was just going to say I realized the other day. Uh, someone I forget. And I'm forgetting the person, but it was a known person. And I realized I, I've never seen like a wrinkle in their forehead, and then that usually means Botox that you're getting the tox. I never knew that.
0: That's okay. I mean, you do you. I didn't realize how many people did Botox until one day I was. I brought up Botox to a friend, mm-hmm. a radio friend, and she said, "Oh yeah, I get I get Botox too." And I'm like, "You do?" And she's like, "Yeah, so does so and so, and so yeah. and so, and so and so." I was like. I had no idea it had become this mainstream. Have you ever had any work? No. I've only done laser treatments. You know, things that get the spots off your face.
2: Sure, yeah. Wrinkles, Um,
0: new skin layer. You know, I've walked out of a place all scabbed up.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And then I got some work done. Um, (laughs) Josh Dumel, 49 years old.
0: Yeah. Are you surprised by that?
2: No, I'm just telling you his age because you okay. said he's aging well for being in a home already. So <laughs> what you I made did it not sound say like?
0: That. Damn!
2: <laughs> All right, Nick Cage. I'll All right, so
0: Nick Cage is going to be playing Renfield. He's going to be a vampire again. No surprise there. Except
2: playing himself,
0: basically, because he says, "I am goth." Um, but I wanted to bring up a story where he talks about having a pet crow named Hoogan (laughs) that lives in his Las Vegas home inside Um, some weird dome. No. Apparently the crow calls him names, he says, like when I leave the room.
2: You're terrible.
0: He'll go, bye. And then when he walks out, he'll go, ass. (laughs) He said he likes their appearance, their Edgar Allan Poe aspect. The goth element. Oh boy. I think crows are
2: nasty. I despise crows.
0: Whenever I see a crow, I'm like, ew, something died.
2: The bullies of the bird world. Yeah, totally. they're they're like uh, our vultures.
0: Yes, exactly. Nick
2: anyway.
0: Cage fifty eight. Okay. Thanks, Steve.
2: And then Google says, Who is older than Nick Cage? Riley Co. Keanu Reeves, Diane Kruger, Dwayne, the Dog, the Bounty Hunter, Chapman. I'm going to go with Dog, the Bounty Hunter, and survey says, yes, 68. All right. Thank you Thank for you, this segment. Thank <laughs> you, Oh, I watched a great documentary last night. Wait till you hear about it next.